MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the studio, Jazzy Fiddle! Oh! Fortnite champion of the world! Two-time victory royale! <laughs> this past week! <laughs> Molly gonna go for more this week! And let's not forget our lovely producer, the Deadite Knight. There ain't nothing lonely about me! Except that you don't play Fortnite. And you only play by yourself, which is pretty lonely. You know, I, uh, I'm i the lone wolf of the GameZilla community. I have no problems just hopping on and doing my thing. I don't I don't need anyone else to have a good time. All right, I'm well, my own good time. They allow you to play with yourself? I said I wasn't allowed to do that here. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that's Whoa. why I'm on Ustream, not on Twitch. <laughs> Welcome to episode 187 of the GameZilla podcast. We, uh, we just want to get... I want to thank our sponsors real quick. So, uh, Ethan, why don't you tell us uh, tell us how it's going? What, what uh, character are we playing this week? Today, we're going to play the character of someone who is in a panic about holiday shopping, but also at the same time knows exactly how to remedy the issues. <gasps> I didn't I didn't do my Christmas shopping, and I don't know what to do. But maybe I should go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and, and order beard care products. Maybe I should order a beard crate for my loved ones with facial hair. Maybe I don't know. I could get a beard shampoo, a beard elixirs. I could get beard butter. Maybe my my loved one who has facial hair needs a beard comb, and I need to do it. I just need to get on my phone or or get on my computer and go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. It's a website. Oh my god. I didn't do any of my shopping and I'm freaking out. Okay, they can they can ship it. I don't I'm not gonna make any promises that they'll get it here by Christmas, but I mean I didn't love my friend enough to even shop for them in advance so uh, they'll be at least reasonably timely with the shipping. So okay, uh, I'm gonna use the checkout code MC gaming and I'm going to buy a beard crate and I'm gonna save 20% on my order of $25 or more at DetroitBeardCollective.com the checkout code MC gaming. I can calm down because I know my bearded loved one will be well taken care of by DetroitBeardCollective.com this holiday season. For your uh, beard care products. <laughs> beard care. That was, uh, that. I was stressed out. I was getting stressed out thinking about maybe who I haven't shopped for yet. I was like, oh, I'm not going to lie. I was thinking of everybody I haven't shopped for yet. And yeah. Absolutely, and, right. uh, and gentlemen, that's how you do an effective ad, uh, live read, right there. A very effective. That just I, that just yeah. resonated with both of you in this room. I actually am opening up a tab right now and shopping during the show. So if I seem distracted, it's Deadite's fault. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's effective advertising. <laughs> that was right very difficult for me to actually type out on a teleprompter, though. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah like, you did really good. I was impressed. I just psychologically manipulated everyone into buying Detroit. Jazzy, I put your I put your thing up, so why don't you do your thing? I'm trying to lead you with silent cues. It's not working. It's oh. Patreon time. Patreon.com. <laughs> you could influence this podcast and get early access to all of GameZilla products by supporting us on patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Ooh, what's this you say? Jazzy. 
Why that, doesn't Grimm tell us about that, it? That's not what you said last week. That's not. That's not the, that's not the same location. No. I thought I told you we weren't going to talk about this this week. Well, then you shouldn't have put it in the doc. <laughs> oh, You oh, know I okay. only read this, and I can't even read it that oh, well. Oh, man, I might have put that in the doc. He didn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> There's a lot going on here, and a lot of you may have noticed already on some of the social media pages, the website, uh, Patreon itself, or even the brand new YouTube page, if you somehow stumbled upon it. But we are making some adjustments moving into 2018. 2018 is going to bring some big enhancements to the company. And with that, we're going to be able to bring you more content in different ways that you're going to be able to enjoy. So... First up, everyone's going to wonder what's going on. Motor City Gaming is still a name that we own. It's still something that we're holding on to. We're just kind of putting it on the back burner right now. We're moving forward with GameZilla Media as our primary business name, and we are putting all of our products underneath the GameZilla Media brand. So you will still see GameZilla Podcast. You'll still see GameZilla Alpha. You're still getting Legend of the Retro. Uh, still getting Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons! Yep, the, the hottest new podcast coming out right now. You're getting all of that. Um, it's just getting rebranded underneath the new umbrella. If you go, if you type in MotorCityGaming.com, it's still going to forge it to the site. If you're searching for us, you're still going to be able to find us. We're not um, cutting ties with the name. We're just kind of moving it in, in, into a secondary position. Uh, we and, and down the road might do something more with it on a local standpoint here since we are Michigan-based. Yeah, we're putting away the D. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we might whip it out from yeah, time to time yeah. in public. <laughs> yeah, whip it out and shake it off, you know? <laughs> Dust that wow. bad boy off. Wow. <sighs> See if it's still working for the local community. Wow. All right, so... That's that's the, that's the name change, right? We're, you're going to be seeing a lot of games in the media, and um, we started noticing it this year when the hats were very popular, the shirts were real popular. Nerd Barbecue, we ran out of t-shirts. Um, you know, like we just noticed that the the Gamezilla brand was just so it, it was popular. People really liked it. They they you know um, connected to it, and overall, we uh, we saw an opportunity here. So, with that being said, GamesLittle Media is officially live across all platforms. That is why Patreon is now GamesLittle Media, because that is the next topic I want to talk about. I'm going to get through this in the next couple minutes, and then we're going to get into actual gaming news, gaming re- game releases, uh, eSports, all that good stuff that you're used to from this podcast. But... Patreon is now GameZilla Media. Why? Because we started Patreon as GameZilla Podcast. Because <laughs> there you go. There's our there's our nerd barbecue shirt. Um, but people want you know we're looking to add to Patreon. We're looking to add value and to create excitement so that we can get more people to join us on Patreon. Because Patreon supports us. If people on Patreon support us. Allow us to upgrade the studio. Allow us to take trips. Allow us to better the company and get to that point where we could call this our career. We could call this our full-time job and that's what, you know, that's what we all want. So Patreon is now Gamezilla Media because we will be putting perks and uh, opportunities for patrons for all products. You are no longer just going to see early access for Gamezilla. You will also see perks for Legend of Retro, for Noobs and Dragons, 
and future projects that are coming up in 2018. And because of that, we just it didn't make sense to keep the name Gamezilla Podcast if we're going to throw the other you know allow the other guys to uh, you know have fun with this platform. The platform has been very good to us. We're very happy they decided to reverse the charges and keep the fees on our side because we've never had a problem paying them. Mm-hmm. We didn't want our patrons paying them. So we, we still believe in Patreon, and we believe in 2018. It's that, it, that's the platform we need to push us um, further. That's right, Glitch. You heard it. Perks for the Legend of Retro, perks for Noobs and Dragons, and of course, we're going to keep our, our existing perks. We just want to build upon what we have and give you a better value, encouraging you to share this with your friends, share it with your family, find new people to join the community, and, and continue to build this bigger. So that's Patreon. You're going to see a lot of stuff happening with that, and a lot of it's going to be coming from Jazzy Fiddle. So besides that, I want to talk about the shift because the, the Twitch channel is also called GameZilla Media. And GameZilla Media is going to just be a channel for this show, for events like E3, uh, PAX conventions, video game awards. You know, things that we're going to cover will be right here on this channel. And anything else that's going on with GameZilla Media. As far as video game streaming, the stuff that you've enjoyed from the glitch doing retro games... Uh, myself playing Fortnite with Jazzy Fiddle or some Hello Neighbor recently, Cable doing all the Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, stuff like that. These are all still happening, but they're happening under individual accounts. So the big thing here is we wanted to give the ability for people that are going to stream for us to also gain something from it. And we weren't seeing the growth that we wanted for the individuals, and I felt bad because the glitch has some some God given talent when it comes to retro games, and you know I I believe he should be under the glitch uh, user account. So what that means is basically we're going to release a stream team in 2018, and right on the website gamezillamedia.com you will be able to see who's on the stream team. You'll be able to see each user's individual schedule. You'll be able to see all their personal social information and everything. All right from the website. On top of that, each each um, streamer that's going to be part of this team will then get social media blasts. So you you will be notified via social media when these people go live, and um, all of that all that is still going to be a team and supportive. Each channel that is part of the team, you in their uh, panel, if you scroll down, you will see information for Gamezilla. You will see information for um, the stream team, and then also when somebody's offline. Everyone's going to co- is going to auto host each other. So most a lot of the time you'll see like right now if you went and looked at Grimlock the Dino, I'm probably co hosting or sorry auto hosting this stream right here. Um, and that's the advantage of trying to be a team and trying to help each other grow. I want everybody in 2018 to reach affiliation because at that point everyone has the potential to make some money. Everyone has the potential to grow a streaming career. Everyone has the potential of growing a community around the games that they care about and just have a fun time or take it more seriously and, and build it into you know, something bigger. So with those things being said, those are the things I wanted to cover today. Um, there is one more announcement I wanted to make, and that is we talked about YouTube. YouTube is live. Go find GameZilla Media on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, and you will notice that there is already an exclusive show live on the channel. And I want to give some credit to Craig WK, 
our Dungeon Master of Noobs and Dragons, our co-host of The Legend of Retro, has stepped up and done something pretty cool. Uh, he made made multiple episodes before he even had a meeting with me to see if I wanted it on the YouTube channel. So that was dedication. I give him a lot of credit. If you go there, you're going to find Craig WK's Long Play. This is going to be a series of long play game. He's starting with Final Fantasy 3 on the SNES, a.k.a. Final Fantasy 6, and he's playing through the entire game. He has broken up his play one hour at a time. Each episode will be an hour, and it will release three times a week. And I believe it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Friday. So you are going to be able to watch him play this game through its entirety, but there's a catch. Long plays sometimes are four hours long and they're silent. It's just gameplay or it's some dude talking about sandwiches and what type of pop he's drinking. This is different. Craig, we all know, has a great voice. In fact, he has many great voices. I would say Craig has a flair for theatrics. And that's coming from me, yeah. someone with a flair for theatrics. That's right. <clears throat> so Craig has managed to voice every single character that has lines in the entire video game. So yeah, you are enjoying this uh, in the sense, just kind similar to Noobs and Dragons, where you will be watching this gameplay, and you will be not only you won't have to read the story because it will be played out to you by the amazing Craig WK. Thank God, because I wasn't going to read any of it. This is the most <laughs> exciting thing that is tied to the words Final Fantasy that's ever happened in my life. That's right. So uh, Craig WK, it's our first exclusive show on YouTube. It's only on our YouTube channel. You can go there, watch the first episode right now. And when you go there, make sure you like that video, comment on it, give, give Craig WK some work. Comment and talk to him about what he's doing as he, as he progresses or moves on to his next game. You know, Give him some things that you'd like to see. How do you want this show to evolve? Uh, let him know in the comments. And then, of course, hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel because this is just one show that we have lined up in early 2018. I cannot uh, disclose the, the other shows, but I can tell you there are multiple exclusive shows coming to GameZilla Media that you will only be able to watch on YouTube, and uh, it's exciting. Uh, we, right now, Craig WK Longplay is live. Episode 1 is out, and uh, our YouTube is up. So there you go. Unless you're Square Enix, Craig is ours. Stay away from him. Yeah. Technically, that game is Square Soft, but I mean, it's the same company ish. Yeah, they're, they're going to. There's been a lot of like merges and sales. going to come after them, you know? Yeah, maybe. Maybe the ghosts of Square Soft will. Ooh. But, all right. I think that about covers it. I, is there anything else I should cover as far as a, a lot of. I know there's a lot happening, and we're going to talk more about it as time goes on as we get into 2018. But I think that about sums things up. If anything that you can think of. As a reminder, if if there's any of our social media platforms that you haven't subscribed to, absolutely need to go and uh, like, subscribe, share, you know, what you know, heart, follow, whatever it is. Uh, get involved with us on social media because I know uh, we're continuing to push our efforts on Instagram, on Twitter. Now that I have a phone that takes photos on the Gamezilla <laughs> Media Instagram, you are going to see more insight into my life as a video game player. So, I mean, that <laughs> if nothing else, I mean, that's you should actually go out and make an Instagram account just for that. Yeah, that, that's exciting. Oh, yeah. So once again, special shout out to SFL for becoming a new patron of us. And once again, that is patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. 
Uh, last thing I want to just say is thanks for everybody that supported us uh, in 2017. We had a really good, uh, we had a really good year, and we're very proud of the things that we've accomplished. We just we're looking at being proactive and how we can even have a better 2018. So none of these changes are because we've, you know, we feel like we're failing. We just feel, you know, we want to keep working and begin and getting better and creating better content that for the people that are here, keep they're happy. And again, we find that next set of people. We find those next fans, those next friends that we hang out with, we game with, we go to conventions with. That's what we want. We want to keep growing this, and we believe you know these are the steps that need to be taken. Um, beyond that, I'm just going to say that um, you can go to GameZillaMedia.com. It will convert the URL to Motor City uh, Gaming still. That's just because GoDaddy hasn't uh, can take up to 72 hours for GoDaddy to to do what it needs to do with the DNS, but that is taking place. Everything is live. If you find any links, if you run into a spot that's not working right, that maybe I missed uh, or, or or Jazzy missed, let us know. And and the best way to do that is join the Discord. So you go right to gameslowmedia.com. You can hit the Discord button, and it's free. Enter the Discord talk with gamers from around the world every day and um, that's also where you can give us server suggestions and you can point out maybe some things that we've missed because we do have a lot of different tools that we use and I think we got them all but there might be a few out there that are still a little um, they're missing a few pieces so broken links things like that shout it out let us know and we'll get that taken care of so we can clean this up and, and move into a 2018 all right um I think that's all I have. So with that, we can uh, we already did Patreon, so we can move right into uh, team talk. I want to just quick quick team talk with you guys. Start with Jazzy Fiddle. How the hell you been? What you been playing? What's new, buddy? Fortnite, Fortnite, and Fortnite. I'm obsessed with this game right now. I cannot get enough. I feel I've been doing a hell of a lot better from when I first started this game. I was very frustrated. Um, had difficulty with the whole building aspect of it and stuff like that. Started to watch some streamers and um, really picked up some cool tips and tricks um, from watching the streamers play this game and tried to implement it myself. Um, definitely more comfortable on it on my Xbox than I am my PlayStation right now because I've played it on both systems over the last week. And I've played much better on the Xbox. I don't know if that's just because it's a new shiny toy and I like playing with it more, or if I uh, am actually getting used to the, you know, the toggled, uh, the toggle sticks versus them being lined up and stuff like that. But it just feels comfortable, enjoying it. They had the new battle pass drop, which is giving me incentive to continue playing the game, and I'm hooked. Deadite, how's it going, man? Good. I've uh, I had a good week. Um, you know, I, I spent a little bit of time diving back into Breath of the Wild, and I took down another Divine Beast, so I only have one Divine Beast to go. I know there's still a lot of gameplay uh, left there for me, uh, but it felt good to get back into that after taking a couple-month hiatus to really focus on Mario Odyssey when it came to my Switch play. But the uh, the new game I, I ended up buying over the weekend was uh, on the day that The Last Jedi came out, Best Buy was running a, uh, a $40 price tag on Battlefront 2, which, you know, I said around Black Friday, I was really waiting for that game to go on sale um, just because I didn't want to commit to that game at full price. And I, I think it's really fair with the controversy that's around it um, with the disappointments of Battlefield one, uh, Battlefront 1. But, you know, I... 
you know, wanted to play it. And after seeing Last Jedi, I was like, oh, I just need more Star Wars in my life. So ended up uh, getting it from Best Buy. Gamers Club, again, even when a game is on sale, Gamers Club knocked it down to like 31 bucks, 32 bucks. And then I had a $5 cert. So I got it for less than half price. So... Yeah, you know, you know. Again, if you don't have Gamers Club and you buy video games at Best Buy, you're missing out on money. Like, just a quick PSA for you. You're an idiot. Yeah, you're you're a demi. Not, not, not don't want to be mean, but that's the truth. You're straight up demi. So, uh, I loaded that up, and uh, so the first day I was playing it, uh, it took there was there was a, like. I felt like it was like 15 gigs of patchwork oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and of updates patchwork. that came came through. So the first day that I was playing it, I was you know forced to either play arcade modes or get into the campaign. So I got right into that campaign. And uh, Grim, how long did you say you, you spent playing the campaign? So I took it a little bit slow, and I think I probably put in around uh, seven, eight hours. Yeah. So yeah. that you know, I'm hopeful that I put a couple hours in, and I had so much fun with like the three missions that I played on the campaign. Um, it's just, it's telling a really cool story. The actual missions themselves are fun. The gameplay is fun and it's a beautiful looking game. You know, the whole time I was a little jealous. I'm not playing it on the Xbox one X and a 4k TV. Uh, but at the same time I was having a ton of fun with that. And then on Sunday I hopped on and, uh, Ecto and sci-fi AJ had been playing this game for the the course of the month that it's already been out so they were sort of my guides and uh you know helped me learn the different game modes uh and you know sci-fi was all over like hey man if we play these ma- modes these are going to get you your xp bonus which is going to get you you know loot crates or whatever and uh i i will say so far all the drops i've gotten uh, have been disappointing you know i think that's one of the big critiques you know with that's this the, game that's the big issue with this game that's what cripples this game in, in the sense is that you still can feel what EA was trying to do with this game and then ripped it out of it. Yeah. So, you know, I haven't played enough to make a, a consensus if this is even a game I recommend yet. But what I can tell you is from my Saturday and Sunday free time playing video games, I, I had a really good time playing it. And I'm hoping that it's something I can stick with. And I said back in September, Bungie has X amount of time to make me buy into Destiny. And I think anyone that listens to this show knows I didn't buy into Destiny. Everyone is pretty salty about the way Bungie's doing things. We're going to talk about more of that later, but uh, it's actually fueling my sort of excitement around playing Battlefront because we have someone that's giving us free content, which I'm cheap, so yeah, free content's always good with me. No, I agree. Um, so, well, that's good. I mean, that was good news. I found that sale, and basically I knew you were coming to hang out and play some games. Uh, which we got to play Jack in the Box. Jack Box Party? Jack in the Box. <laughs> we went and got hamburgers and Jack in the Box in yeah. California. Then we played Jack Box Party. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so we, we ran we ran the Best Buy, picked that up. That was cool. And that's where I picked up The End is Nigh uh, for the Nintendo Switch. And if you're not familiar with this, this is from the creators of um, Binding of Isaac and Super Meat Boy. Um, and... Uh, it's it's awesome. So I've been. This is what I've been. Are you first of all? Are you done? Yeah, I think. Okay. I mean that that pretty much covered again. My my excitement. I'm going to get into uh, Jackbox party. Yeah, my gaming excitement was mostly around really finally getting into Star Wars a month later. Yeah. So. No, I was happy to find that because you had just made mention that it, that you're like, man, where's the sale? Where's the sale? Because there were rumors saying, yeah. oh, well, it's not on Black Friday sale. There's going to be a sale around Last Jedi release, and then luckily you sniped one out for me, and I was like, oh hell yeah. Yeah, so basically I was on my Xbox and I'm like in the store and I'm like, oh, look at that. He was just talking about it and digitally it's on sale on the Xbox. 
and that just made me think. I go, I wonder if it's on sale at Best Buy, and I looked, and it was. So that was that was cool. We got that in your hands, and and you know, by accident, I had forgotten this even came out uh, because we went to Best Buy. I got my physical copy of the End Is Nigh, uh, which I've been excited about because I enjoy Super Meat Boy. I've enjoyed Binding of Isaac, and guess what? I enjoyed this game. Uh, it's 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 Super Meat Boy even more dark and twisted in in my opinion uh with some really cool extra like mechanics in the game it's hard but it's not frustrating to the point where i want to stop playing so i i for platformers fans of platformers and stuff i highly recommend it but the some of the coolest things is you are this little blob that's that's trying to collect tumors or parts of other people to create a friend because you're literally the last person alive on the planet isn't that how you made jazzy yeah collecting tumors i mean that's why he looks a lot like me i mean kind of you know i did what i could do (laughs) but um the other cool part is that (laughs) he's a gamer right this little guy is a gamer and his video game breaks so you're also able to find all these hidden locations in the in the world that have um, cartridges, and as you collect these cartridges, each cartridge is a mini game inside of this game. And there's like 30 cartridges, so there's a ton of extra content that you get to play when you go back to like your your little house with your broken TV and you slap the new cartridge in, and then you play a whole different type of game. Um, so yeah, really cool. Highly recommend it. I was playing that. I got to play a ton of Fortnite. The battle pass is season two has launched. These updates are great. Fortnite is polished man fortnite it feels great and this and it's a free game so this is the crazy thing is that Mm -hmm. and i've put some money into it now because the battle pass is so cool it's 70 tiers okay and every level that you level up in the game gets you points towards a tier so not every tier is is equivalent to one level so you're so this is going to take i think they said anywhere from 100 to 150 hours if you wanted to try to complete it all just using gameplay I have a question. Yeah. So I'm assuming you guys have like an Epic account or whatever it's called. Yes. Um, so does any, so if when you, you know, you guys have been playing on Xbox, if you want to come over and play on PlayStation with me, does any of your stuff transfer yeah. over because of your Epic account or is that, that not the situation? So you, you create an Epic account and you link it, right? And yeah. when you first build it, you have the ability to try to link it to uh, Epic server. Yeah. Which I believe for Xbox allows PC Xbox um, mm, compatibility. Yeah. I don't believe you can pull it to the PS4. Uh, I know there's been a lot of bugs in connecting these accounts, yeah. so I don't know where that's at. But I was just curious because when I you know get you guys to humble yourself and come play on the lowly PlayStation platform now, you know, yeah, right, we just won't look as. Cool. I'll come, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're still, yeah, I'll come play over on PlayStation yeah. when there's people online to to game with. When yeah. but when there's not, I'm gonna play on my Xbox. Um, but the battle pass basically is seventy tiers of swag that you get as you level them up so it starts off that there's two forms of battle pass there's a free one and every couple levels you'll get an emote you'll get a dance you'll get you'll get some stuff every couple tiers but for about nine bucks you can buy the battle pass like premium edition and that gives you 70 tiers where every tier you get something and when you buy it you instantly get a skin a um, glider, some XP boost, and friend XP boost. So even if you don't buy it, you still get 10% extra boost. Cool. And then every tier after that, you start unlocking stuff from cool emotes, which are brand new, 
we didn't have emotes in season one. So now instead of just dancing one dance, you got people throwing down salt shakers, clapping, doing the worm, uh, all sorts of cool things that they've added. And on, and then every about you know seven to ten tier levels, you're gaining something very special, like a new pickaxe that's really cool looking, or a new glider that's really neat, or a new skin that is holiday themed right now. And again, it goes all the way to uh, tier seventy. At tier seventy, you're unlocking the um, Black Knight, which is a they they have released an entire knight set during the season where you're in medieval armor that looks really really cool so this pat the battle pass alone has me hooked on fortnite and on top of the good the gameplay that's just fun you know and it's perfect timing that they dropped all this right when PUBG hit because PUBG was going to take their steam and they kind of were like put up a wall and were like nope sorry yeah. um we're not going anywhere and it's worked i'm not saying PUBG hasn't had success like they they are having a ton of success but fortnite is still doing very well and it's and this patch helped them a lot yeah and we have uh sheriff of patty in the chat that's saying fortnite esports ready and i would say aside from the popularity that PUBG has over it and the number of players it's probably more polished for esports ready than PUBG is i would honestly i would watch fortnite esports 100 percent right now like I'm I'm in. I haven't watched a lot of PUBG uh, esports. I you know I watch my esports is primarily League of Legends, and I'm completely happy with that. I tried some Overwatch and and early Overwatch. Let's just get that out of the way. Early Overwatch I tried and I didn't like it. They've they've done some amazing things with Overwatch getting yeah. ready for the league, but. Fortnite, hundred percent. I watch streamers every night playing Fortnite just because it's fun to watch. It's just enjoyable. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, it is uh, absolutely, I think, ready for esports. Um, and for those of you listening to the podcast later, if you're wondering what chat uh, Jazz is referencing, we do this show live on Twitch every Monday night. So you can actually watch us live on Twitch, do the show, uh, twitch.tv slash gameslowmedia. All right. So besides that, uh, I played Hello Neighbor. Okay, and I streamed it on on my Twitch channel. Had a lot of uh, a lot of viewers come by, and that game is incredibly stressful to the <laughs> point where people were worried about me in stream because a lot of you know I have I have it right now a heart condition, and this game was brutal. I thought it was going to be like that fun, like cartoony stealth game that would just be kind of silly. No, this is dark. This is dark shit, man. Like. What the hell is going on in this guy's basement? Okay, first of all, what the hell? And also, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Okay, this dude's crazy. So, I appreciate everybody that stopped by, everybody that was hanging out with me, because it took me probably 20 minutes before I could even figure out what to do, because you just, you're this kid, and it just drops you in front of his house, and it's like, all right, go. And I'm like getting caught left and right. And I, I'm like, I don't know what to do. There's a door there that's locked, but I can't find the key. I've been everywhere. Figure it out finally. And we progress in and it just gets darker and scarier and more fucked up. And all I can say is it's a lot of fun. For It got really bad reviews. The game got real bad reviews. And I don't understand why. Because the game's only $30, first of all. So I instantly, I look at the value uh, versus the retail price, right? If this was 60 bucks, yeah. You know what? Just because of the uh, the little flakiness on the, the controls, I wouldn't be as happy. But at $30, I have to look back and say, and say, this is not 
a full price game and the controls are good enough that I can play that I'm playing it and enjoying it and the 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 story and the puzzles and everything are really fun and the AI is interesting because the trick with Hello Neighbor uh, which was uh, developed by Tiny Build is the AI learns every time you get caught the AI adapts I can't do that. It adapts to the point where <laughs> it adapts where like I was I started running through doorways and I got, kept getting stuck and it kept saying rapid hit A and I'm like why I never used to have this problem oh the motherfucker put bear traps in every door oh okay so now I have to jump over those or disengage them which makes noise then I run through and all of a sudden I hear beeping I look up there's five security cameras around the next doorway because he he, he started because I kept using the same path. Because there's different paths you can take to get to the end. And so I'm like, well, I can't go this way anymore because every time I come in this room, it's going to alarm. Oh, well, then I found, then I traced the power line back and realized I can cut the power if I want to take that path. But then I can't see. So I have to try to do it blind. And I mean blind, blind. Then I got a flashlight and I was like, oh, now I'm set. And he caught me and took my flashlight. I woke up, didn't have the flashlight no more. Couldn't turn the power on. I had to play in the dark for the next half hour, scared shitless every time I heard footsteps. And like when he gets close, the game starts to go like, and like it builds up this tension. I'm like, shit, 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 shit. And there's these closets you can hide in. So I'm just looking for him. Like, where's the closet? Where's the closet? And you can't see because it's dark. It's like Jaws. It's a great, yeah. (laughs) Unleashed. I mean, I just realized now that if you listen, (laughs) if you listen to my example of this, you probably be like, why the hell would I want to play this game? But I'm telling you, it's a it's a I lot of fun, fun if you're into that type of game. Uh, which I am not. Thirty bucks. It's I don't a, even like the stealthy parts of Last of Us, <laughs> let alone a whole game that's just sneaking yeah. around. It's a uh, Xbox. It's an Xbox exclusive uh, that you can also play on the PC. But uh, yeah, if you're if you're looking for a game, uh, I I would say give it a try. It's a lot of fun. But that's what I've been playing. That's yeah, what we just breeze over that Jackbox story you were going to tell. Yeah, no no one cares. No one cares about when you play games with me. Just care fine, about playing Fortnite fine. with your friend Jazzy. I played the, I played Jackbox Party via the Switch. Well, now it feels like a chore. Just move <laughs> along. Just move along. And it was really difficult <laughs> to give my time to Ethan here. But I right, know for, for real, though, because I never played it before. I've seen it, but I've never really played it, except at convention, I think, maybe once or twice when it was brand new. Yeah. So on the switch, she brought it over, hooked it up to the to the living room TV. We all sat down, pulled our phones out, and we got to play three different games. Um, we played. You're gonna have to help me with the names. You, you don't know Jack, just the regular the standard, like trivia, yeah, which was garbage. It wasn't that great. And J- Jade wins all the time. The brick bitch. So, so here's the problem. My She's wife, smarter than all of my us. My wife is really smart. She's a trivia like nut, and she reads faster than anyone I've ever met. So if it's a game where you can answer faster and get more points, I don't I honestly I stopped playing games with her if that's the factor. If reading doesn't give you an advantage, okay, I'll play some trivia with you. I'm still going to lose, but at least I have a chance. The the first game was was a disaster, except for the first round when she cheated because it was the same exact round as like a demo that you played. So you're like nailing every one of these. And I was like, man, Ethan's smarter than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, I'm not going to lie. This was the identical uh, round that I played on the PS4 demo. And I was like, 
What the hell? <laughs> yeah, afterwards, Jade's like, wow, you did really good. I'm like, I can't lie. I'm not, I'm not going to. Because I knew the next round, all of a sudden, I would be like negative 1,000 points. You'd be like, what happened? Yeah. You used to be so smart. <laughs> right. So um, so anyways, we played a couple rounds of that. It was okay, but but Jade had a huge advantage. And then um, we moved into Fibbage. Fibbage. So explain Fibbage. So the idea of Fibbage is there's a, like, uh, so it'll, let's say the first thing is uh, that will come up, it'll say, uh, Albert Einstein discovered blank in such and such year or whatever. Yeah. And so your goal is to come up with a lie that you trick the other players into thinking is the truth because there's a screen that will come up with, let's say there were three of us playing. There will be three lies and then one of the things is the truth. You want to pick the truth to get points and you want other people to pick your lie and you get points. Yeah. So it was cool. It was fun. Timing didn't have a, had nothing to do with it, and we had a lot of fun. And that's where ghost boobs got invented, right? Yep. Yep. So this question came along, and I literally I could not. It was like it was like, <laughs> what is the true name of the Michelin Man? And I wrote I wrote like <laughs> that's that's exactly what the question I, was. I wrote Gary Tireman or something yeah. like and that. And I wrote ghost boobs <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. No, I don't know why, but the, I read the question, and in my mind it said it came up ghost boobs, and I was like. I'm putting it. I'm putting. Like, he's like red face laughing about it. Like it's the funniest <laughs> joke in the world. Like he's like, you guys. And then we push it on the screen. He's like, and we're like, why? He's like, ghost boobs. And he's like red face. Like he can't even talk. No, he's I have so no idea. It. Like it literally, as I read it, I just, th- that's what popped in my head. And I knew it wasn't going to win. Right. I like, I knew it. There's no, but because it, because I found it so funny, like why was that the first thought my brain had? I'm like, Effort. I gotta put it now. Like this is stupid. So, the the best part is uh, Jade's still winning these. You're close, and I'm I'm far in third because I just suck at trivia games. But uh, we move into the next game. And, and again, and again, this whole thing is done where you use your smartphone as your controller. So you log on to a website and you add like the room code, and then you know you use that as your buzzer, and you can yeah. you enter your things. So everyone's using a smartphone that's playing. So. Yeah, so yeah, you don't even need a, a traditional controller. Yeah. Um, so we move into the next game, which is our last one, and it's a drawing game. Drawful. And it's called Drawful. Well, we uh, have to pick, each time you go into a game, you have to pick like your name and enter the room. <laughs> so we've all been pretty dirty at this point, yeah. uh, picking, picking different names. And all of a sudden, Jade's, uh, this is a drawing game, so you also get to draw an image instead of a name. So you, when he goes in, all of a sudden there's this Pac-Man ghost with saggy ass boobs, <laughs> saggy dick ghost, and I'm like, ghost boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, oh, so Jade, so Jade kept my dream alive, and we had ghost boobs going through draw fool. Draw fool is interesting because you get this like suggestion, uh, you know, like like my first one was Gremlins two, and then you get so much time to draw. You only dr- you can draw only in one color and. You can't erase. So you fuck up. You just got to keep going. So hopefully people can figure it out. So I'm trying to draw Gizmo looking at, scared at water, you know, with a clock pointing at like midnight. And I'm like, man, I don't know. This pretty much looks like a Furby about to take a bath. Oh. And he looks very happy. So I send it. Plus that's and- more Gremlins 1. Should have drove Gary. Yeah, I know, and and sure as hell, uh, you you nailed it with Gremlins too, uh, and Jade missed. But th- the concept there was if 
We see the picture. Yeah, you see. Yeah, and, you and then we have to guesses. say what we think it is. So if I was like, oh, I think that's Gremlins 2, I can put that in. And it's the, it's the same deal where we're trying to convince the other people playing yeah. that what we said is the correct thing that the drawing is. And then it also puts up what the correct thing the drawing is. Yeah. So example. So that, that was mine. He, he got it. Jade missed. And and I believe you got points on top of that because you picked your, your uh, answer. Yeah. So then uh, another example of, how, of what I did was... You drew what I thought was a zombie shark. Yeah, it looked like a zombie shark. So I wrote in zombie shark, right, as my as my like lie, and it gets in there, and I see like zombie shark, something else, garbage can, and undead then penguin, undead penguin, and so I picked. No one picked undead penguin, right? Jake picks zombie shark. I'm like, yeah, I got you. And then it pops, and I picked her. So we both share points. He's over here like, come on. Like, you know what? That looks like a zombie shark. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it looks more like a zombie shark. He's like, damn it. Once I saw zombie shark, I knew no one was going to take my answer. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it looked more like a zombie shark than an undead penguin. Uh, But the game is super fun. Uh, It's, you know, we've played it with uh, the wife's, my wife's parents. We've played it, you know, in in groups. So Jackbox is, it's actually a super fun party game. It's available on. I know for sure the PlayStation platform, as well as there's a couple versions of it available on Switch. And uh, coming up, uh, and, and you Xbox. Know. Oh, it is on Xbox. Yeah. So great. So yeah. if you're if you have a, a group gathering sometime coming up, I mean, it's about twenty five bucks. Yeah. And, uh, and there's know. a bunch of versions of them out too, yeah. uh, depending on what platform. The Switch is just nice because it's easy to to bring with you. Um, the the thing about it is. Uh, each one adds more games to this like bundle. So some of the like the the playability is like one to like one hundred. Yeah. So like there's some games that if you have thirty people in your in your house or at your event and they all have phones, they can all play. And that that's what we were doing at convention at PAX. Yep. We we we'd be waiting in line so they'd set these games up for us just to pass time, which was super smart. So, anyways, that was a lot of fun. Thank you for bringing me over, Dead Night, Dead Eye. I'm sorry, you know we're we're 41 minutes into this show already, and we haven't got to the news. Well, I just want to razzle dazzle the people with our friendship. They, I just want people that listen to this podcast to be like, you know what, those guys do like like each other. It's not like a facade that we put on Monday nights to tolerate each other. That, they don't know. care about that. They want news. It's a facade. Okay, let's get into some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. All right. First up, we just want to give a huge shout out to uh, the makers of Cuphead. MDHR lo- secretly launched a mobile app of their video game for five dollars. Oh, play, you can play Cuphead on your smartphone. Oh hell yeah! If you weren't miserable enough trying to do it with a with a controller, why not hate yourself even more and just do a little touchy do? Now that I have a real working yeah. smartphone, I'm gonna play some. But good news is you can't buy the app anymore because it was a fake. Damn. Someone ripped off the MDHR's video game Cuphead and uh, launched it onto the iOS, calling it a iOS port uh, of the challenging running gun shooter. Uh, it was up there uh, early this morning and was listed for $4.99. Uh, the update for this news is that it has been taken down. MDHR, you know, uh, got got con- or contacted the proper people, uh, showing that this was not their game, uh, not their app, indeed, and wanted it removed. But it was um, 
it was interesting. Like, like we've seen where like PUBG, right? We've seen these like PUBG mobile version games. They're are ripoffs, but they're not called Cuphead. They're not right. like identical art. They would have called this like Mugface. <laughs> we would have been fine, right? <laughs> Mugface, and and the art was slightly different or whatever. But this was like legit. Someone like tried to like rip off this game and make a quick make like a quick getaway. But the thing about this is like when someone buys the app, like. I think it still goes to an account, and then you have to pull from the account. So, like, what were you really thinking you were going to get away with something here? Like, I, I don't understand. Also, how the hell did it get through iOS? Like, your iOS isn't an open platform. It's not Android. Like, you go to Android, I go play fake-ass Mega Man games all day long. And to do. Yeah. But, but <laughs> iOS, you, you expect them to be like, oh, hell no, and, blo- and block that shit. But it got through somehow. Man, I love Rockbuster X. It's the purple Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, the purple Mega Man. So uh, a lot of a lot of companies that were reporting this actually bought the uh, the the version of this this fake uh, Cuphead, uh, and basically um, it was almost un- unplayable. It, w- it wasn't even like a fu- like a actual functioning game. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was uh, it was pretty bad. But this this is how it got through iOS, all right? Because. MDHR's actual website is studiomdhr.com, and this person created studiomdhrgames.com. Yeah, and then exactly. supported or sent it to iOS as that. So iOS was just, oh, I yeah, see. it looks yeah. legit. Yeah, okay. That's crazy. But basically, <laughs> the guy uh, <laughs> forgot his glasses that day. He's like, I think this is okay. Wow. All right. Well, I want to know. I couldn't find. I tried to do some digging. I want to know how much money this guy made Zero. out of that four ninety. I mean, I know he's he about didn't to make, get sued. I know, I know he didn't make yeah, any money, but I'm just money. wondering how many people actually bought it before he got caught and like shut down. I yeah, bought it. That would be interesting <laughs> to see how many people yeah. he got. I don't think anybody's going to own up to releasing those numbers uh, after this mess. But hey. I tried. Nice, nice try, I guess. Anyways, uh, next topic I have is. Uh, little Pokemon Go news, and that is Pokemon Go's new legendary raid battle features... Groudon? Yeah! Nice! I'm not going to try to talk about this Pokemon. I don't know who he is. Uh, He was the mascot for Ruby, Ruby version. Um, He's Gen 3, baby. He's Gen uh, Gen 3, the least exciting generation in my mind. Yeah, but basically uh, the the announcement is that... uh, He looks excited. Is the first yeah, a cool Pokemon. The first legendary from the third generation of games to be obtainable in Pokemon Go. It can be found exclusively in raid battles worldwide starting December 15th. So it's live. It's oh, live already. Oh, man. Yeah. I think now that I have a new phone, now is the time to download Pokemon Go. No. We're, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to take it back if you're going to treat it like that. Well, back to the Samsung rant I go. <laughs> Slotted, boys. And I'm not giving your money back either. Fair is fair. That's fair. I yeah. get what I deserve. When you threaten Pokemon Go, you forfeit your 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 refund. But uh, yeah, so it's live right now. If you're if you're into Pokemon Go and uh, are looking for this, you're gonna find it in the raid only. So keep yep. it, keep an eye out. No special raid passes needed, so everybody can get it, and he will be live for a month. Nice. All right. Next topic. We just talked about this. Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. It's got like 40,000 40, games in it. Oh, wait, are like, you telling me that Street Fighter 40th Anniversary pre-orders are going live? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm they telling you. They might have an arcade mode by I'm then. I'm telling <laughs> you Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Ultra Edition is coming out 
just around the corner after this one. No, uh, the interesting thing about this that happened is that some Japanese gamers aren't very happy about this announcement, and the reason is because the problem stems from the fact that Capcom is using the international versions of each game. In the small print related to the Japanese release, it is noted that since all titles... Contents are based on the overseas virgin, uh, versions. The titles, voicing, and text will all be in English. Oh, so it's not even in their language. Yeah, and so it gets goes on. Like This is really confusing to me, especially where, where this franchise has originated from. Uh, Newsflash is Japan. But huh? the this might seem like a, ma- a minor issue, but it has quite far-reaching consequences beyond the obvious fact that all the post-match comments from the characters will be a, a, in a foreign tongue. Street Fighter games were subject to some significant changes. Uh, for example, Street Fighter 2 in Bison was actually called Vega in Japan, while Belrog, the boxer, is called M. Bison. A play on Mike Tyson. Yeah, so a lot of, like, even characters were completely different characters when it came to playing Street Fighter in Japan. That's not going to be this case um, and and a lot of these diehard Street Fighter fans in, from Japan are upset about this because they want they want their Street Fighter what they're used to right and maybe this, you know this is your mistake from all so many years ago creating different versions depending on where you go and um, you know they didn't want to get sued they really thought Mike Tyson was going to sue him yeah but That's the I mean like that. The, that, I mean I get it back then he was he was still uh, crazy now he's just crazy. Does he know how lawsuits work? Or would yeah. he, just mur- he would just fly over yeah. to Japan and just yeah. murder That's everyone true, at Capcom, yeah. push them down the stairs. Or yeah, he just punched their heart out of them. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't got to worry, <laughs> Japan, because next month, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Deluxe Arcade Edition is going to come out, and it's going to be all in Japanese. I have to apologize for punching everyone in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best Mike Tyson. It's so, really not that yeah, good. Yeah, so here we are once again, Capcom uh, taking things that should just be easy to make money off of because you're releasing it for the 9 billionth time and screwing it up somehow. Like, inversely. Like you, have, you have these games in the Japan version, so, like, why? Why? Why are you doing it this way? In, in, inversely. How would the American audience feel? It's like, we're going to release all these Street Fighter games. It's all in Japanese. If you want my honest opinion, I think it should have all of them. Like, in the sense of, like, uh, Street Fighter 2, I can, like, toggle between the English or the Japanese version. Because I am interested in seeing uh, what I know is in in Bison be Vega. Because what I know is Vega is not... Anything I like mean, that. it just changed their name. It doesn't change. I don't care. I want to see it. No. I want to be able to toggle it on and off. Like, like a Switch. Just like, you know, when I turn on Halo Master Collection, it's like, oh, wow, this looks pretty good. What's it look like originally? And you turn it off, you're like, oh, it's just dark. I can't see anything. Listen, I took, Jap- cool. I took Japanese class I with you. I was there with you. I know. And I know that all it would do if you flipped it over to be in Japanese, it would just make your brain explode just like when we were in Japanese. So you wouldn't do it. You would never. You'd never be like, oh, torture. I just want to hear a bunch of incoherent Japanese yelling. I if you wanted that, that you just come back to you, come back to work. Nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> I just don't understand how like every piece of technology that you buy nowadays, the first question when you power it up is like, what language? Like, why can't they just make it to where it's like you power up this game and you pick what language you want it in and then the game just plays in that language um 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's language <laughs> packs, right? Like, right? Right, but I mean, that for me, I just don't understand. You you have all these versions. Just just slap them all together and, and release them together so that people can choose what they want or the, what they want. The thing is, is it doesn't involve actually making any new content. That's the thing. It's not like this is a brand new game and they decided they're only going to go with a localized English version for a brand new game. It's like, hey, this is a collection of, a, of, a, of 12 games that we made a million years ago, but now nah, we don't feel like releasing the the Japanese version? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But it's, yeah, it's Capcom. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get on to our, our next uh, topic here. Dragon Ball Fighter Z getting its open beta dates and timings announced. Uh, 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 the most I've ever seen. Uh, that's all I know about that's, Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's all you know, and that's pretty much all there is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know a lot about Dragon Ball either, but this game I want to play. Yeah, I'm very I excited want for the to beta. play this game. So it's going to be available to play as an open beta from January 14th, um, and those who pre-order the game getting a day one day earlier, January 13th. Um, the picture perfect fighting game is coming to Xbox One, PS4, PC shortly after that at the end of January. So this is just basically a stress test for the online services and just to make sure things are are uh, polished as much as possible. It's going to be that that just a couple days. So early access starts on the 13th. Uh, open access for everyone on the 14th, and then it closes January 16th. So there you have it. Um, get ready, because I'm, I'm excited to play the beta, and I'm excited to pick this game up and actually maybe learn more about Dragon Ball because I'm going to play this game, because it looks so cool, it looks fun, and honestly, it took, as far as the fighting scene, it dominated E3 when it got announced. It just, It just blew the doors off everything else that was that was at E3. Man, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Those times are Pacific. So for us here in the Eastern time zone, it will be a 3 a.m. start and close time for those. Well, that's when Grim normally goes to bed, so that's not going to bother him. No, I'm still right. up at that point. <clears throat> yeah, I don't go to bed for hours after that. It's becoming a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. That's I'll, midnight I'll, snack time. I'll buy a, a little uh, a tube of Mellies or whatever. <laughs> a tube of melons. of melons. That's what the kids call melatonins these days. Um, tell me more about this tube. I'm confused. Yeah, he's trying to. Well, you know, some people would call it a bottle. I'd call it a tube. You know, just pop a melly and doze, man. Come on. <laughs> wow. Next topic. <laughs> Uh, Dissida Final Fantasy NT also has an open beta announced for North America and Europe. The beta will run from huh, January 12th to January 21st. So a little bit longer here, but you're going to be able to jump on this game as well and uh, get some playtime in for an open beta. And that looks, again, if you're a Final Fantasy fan, this looks fun. This just looks like a, like chaos, fighting fun you got you got characters from the you know not, I don't want to say entire universe from a a large span of Final Fantasy games and uh, it's gonna this game also launches j at the end of January so this is another stress test uh, on the PlayStation Four so we'll um, we'll be able to get some hands on and this is more of that three um, D. You know, it's like an arena. Arena, arena style, beta. yeah. Or, yeah. you know, you could waste your time playing this uh, this beta, or you could go to uh, GameZilla Media on YouTube and watch Craig, Craig WK's long play of three. You could, yeah. That's, I mean, that'd be a better, better use of your time. Better use of your time is, is probably, that's probably true. So. No, you could do both. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, just mute the game audio and then... <laughs> 
Good call. Good call, Jazzy. Yeah. Jazzy, you're on top of it, man. What would we do without you? Yeah. Next guy. topic, yeah. Xbox One is doing something that Nintendo still can't figure out entirely, and that is Xbox Party Chat is coming to Android and iOS. Oh, so they're going to have an app that shocker, works. Yeah, Shocker Nintendo is only on Android and iOS. <laughs> sorry, so I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I don't oh wait Nintendo. a second. No, wait a second. <laughs> Clearly, this is a big-time gaming Phil and his, his goons at Microsoft trying to catch up to what Nintendo's doing, okay? Nintendo. So, so don't think for a second, you know, now that you guys are little Xbox boys again, okay? Don't think that, you know, I don't see through the fact that it was Xbox going, oh man, Nintendo's got a really good idea. Let's steal it. Listen, boys, my blood runs green now, okay? I know it does. <laughs> All and I'm so, saying and I'm is alarmed. that we may not be first, but our shit's going to work. <laughs> I'm alarmed that not only is your blood running green, your stool is a very bright shade of green. You need yeah, to go to there's the a lot. There's a lot of red in it, too. I think it's <laughs> blood. <laughs> when we're watching the gaming awards and Big Phil, as you call him. Yeah, yeah, you're Phil. First of all, Phil's my boy, okay? I know, I know he's your yeah. boy. Phil should be your boy. He sits on top of most of the old school Nintendo leaderboards. Yeah. I go pull Nintendo Power out and be like, there he is right there, top of, top yeah. of the board. Here's the problem, Top though. of the board. Nintendo I boy. Everything he does right is because he learned it from being a Nintendo fan. I don't spend my time looking up at the leaderboards because leaderboards don't matter when you're as bad as I am. That's true. <laughs> but all I'm saying is... He was a Nintendo fanboy that clearly saw through all the bullshit and was like, man, I love these guys, but I'm going to go over here and I'm going to do everything the way I thought Nintendo should have done it. And you can't look at the Xbox One launch because he wasn't there. That's true. You got to look at everything that's been going great for Xbox is Phil. It's because he's been stealing all his ideas from Nintendo. Yeah. And I don't saying, care where you're doing it. <laughs> Nintendo's never going to use the idea uh, because saying, they don't do anything. I'm just saying nobody's hey, how's ever... how's Nintendo yet? Online going? I'm just saying... Don't need it. There's no games to play online. Phil, <laughs> Phil has never got yelled off stage. All right? At the Game Awards, Reggie went up and he's like, you think I came all the way out to the Game Awards for just one announcement? And then the crowd was like, party chat! Virtual Council, and he's like, "No, watch this trailer for Bayonetta 3. <laughs> well, well, here, okay, okay, Re real quick bit of honesty. Virtual Council, yeah. <laughs> real quick, would I it's finally happening? No. Would, would I rather have party chat and chat with a bunch of other people while playing a game? No, I'd rather have Bayonetta. Just saying, I liked his announcement better than party chat. Again, you suck at video games. No one wants to play with you. So yeah, <laughs> you're right. Voice chat means nothing to you." Goodbye. Uh, High five, Xbox. Uh, All right. But so no. for all you actual gamers out there, party <laughs> chat on your phone for the Xbox. <laughs> Get back on your phone and yeah. here. Good play thing some you more got Pumphead, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Good thing you got a new phone, because clearly you can't game. <laughs> but what I can do is this has a better autocorrect for the texting. So my, <laughs> yeah. my life is changing. Isn't it great? It's great. Yeah. And it'll, it'll get better. It'll learn. So anyways. That's um, frightening to me. Get yeah. it away. Yeah. <laughs> Robot! <laughs> Robot, get away, Robot! <laughs> but uh, all right, so you got uh, the Xbox Party Chat beta is now available in the Xbox beta app for Android. So available right in the app store. Uh, you, If you're on Android, you can test this out. And then on get iOS... Yeah, on the iOS, you do have to sign up for the iOS beta, and the link will be in our downloads. So just when you go to GameZillaMedia.com, you'll be able to go right there. You'll, you'll see uh, this article, which has the link if you're looking for the iOS side of it. 
uh, a couple extra steps you have to do to, for the iOS side. But um, Party chat inside the Xbox mobile apps lets you voice chat with friends on Xbox Live, similar to how Discord works. Uh, it's a useful feature if you're not near your console or PC, or even if your headset isn't working correctly on those devices. Microsoft typically brings beta features to its main Xbox apps within a few months, so uh, it should be available to both the regular iOS and Android apps very shortly. So, I am testing this right now uh, on the Insider program. So, um, I've been playing around with it. it, and it works like they said. It's basically Discord, but Xbox. So, it's cool. Me, Nino, Phil, you're okay in my book. Phil, Phil, you're you're a good guy. Let's talk about some disappointing news. Nino Cooney too, right? I mean, man, we're all excited for Nino Cooney. If you, if you know anything, good luck. Because it's delayed again. That's like that's like the fourth time. It is the fourth time. It was fourth delayed. delay. So again, we're pushing this one back to a worldwide release on March twenty third, twenty eighteen. Uh, the original day was uh, it had originally been delayed to January nineteenth. So we're pushing it, and then it got pushed to March 9th. Sorry, let me let me back let me back it up here. It was supposed to come out this November. Then it got pushed to January nineteenth. Then it got pushed to March 9th. And you know what? They were like, uh, you know what? We need we need uh, a few more days. March 23rd. And you might see a trailer for it by E3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So basically, uh, they wanted to take this extra time, which is only two weeks, but still, it's the fourth delay, which is, it just, it ke- it's, it's concerning. But they're trying to make this uh, clean. They're trying to give the team a bit more time to make sure the entire Nino Kuni 2 experience meets their highest quality standards uh, and noted that it's coming along nicely and uh, the developer has included new modes, including skirmish and kingdom modes uh, to the game. And for me personally, it's like, I don't need new modes. I just want a good game. And if you tell me you're cleaning it up, that's enough for me. Like, okay, you want another two weeks because you need it to polish? That That beats having a game that is jacked up day one and I have to wait two weeks to get a patch to really play the game that I wanted to play two weeks ago you know so i'm okay with it but it's a fourth delay it's worth making note that you know this is going on especially from a developer of level of uh the standard of level five so um i give them respect because instead of releasing garbage like some some companies would just say screw it we'll fix it later or we won't fix it um you know at least they're taking their time it's just (laughs) we'll do it live yeah yeah (laughs) To me, I feel like this... Put this, out a good game and then worry about your time management people. Yeah. This, I feel, is maybe that battle with the publisher where it's like the publisher's really trying to get this game out because it was supposed to be a 2017 uh, push for it. And so now they're like, okay, well, just give us till January. We'll be good. And then they're like, oh, man, we really shot ourselves in the foot. We actually need till March. Like, you know, they didn't... They wanted March maybe right out the gate, but they were worried that it was too... like too much of a delay type deal. So I don't know. We're never going to get that information, but that's what it seems like to me is that they're, they're still, they're grabbing two weeks here, two weeks there, one month here, you know, because they're fighting with, uh, with the publisher probably. Nino Cooney too. Take your time. All right. I'm still waiting on the last guardian. So (laughs) it's it's out. Oh, it's out. Yeah. Why did that happen? You played it. I'm still waiting on Duke Nukem forever. So it's okay, Jesse. (laughs) All right. All right, next time. 
<laughs> Next topic. I'm not even going to. I'm not even acknowledging that statement. By your lack of acknowledgement, you've acknowledged. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. PUBG is adding a much-needed replay and kill cam feature this week. So, PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds developer PUBG Corp today announced a deal with South Korean game technology provider Mike. Net that will bring 3D replay and kill cam features to the competitive shooter. Uh, they um, will be building the custom replay settings so that players can get playback of a previous encounter or an in-game feat, while the same technology will power a more robust spectating feature for viewers of eSports contests and Twitch live streamers. So this sounds promising on what it's going, what they're going to build out with this, even beyond just a kill cam, is that we're going to have some cool custom abilities as mm. a as a spectator, as an esport, uh, you know, and and even as just a live streamer entertainer. Um, the new kill cam will feature uh, feature will give players an immediate look back at the designated amount of time prior to their death in the game. It's designed primarily to help uh, give players insight. Into their failures. I need this. Yeah, players like us need this. <laughs> I play PUBG sometimes, Ugh. and I'm like... I don't even know where I got shot from. I'm like, oh, I'm dead. How'd that happen, right? And you're just left there to wonder, like, what went wrong? I was behind a house, and I had another house behind me, and, you know, I couldn't build walls because this is Fortnite, but I still don't know where, what the hell happened. This is going to be, I guess, helpful for that to understand maybe weak points in the map where I think I'm covering myself and but I'm leaving myself open to another attack. But yeah, um, one of the biggest criticisms of the game, uh, especially compared to the more accessible Fortnite Battle Royale, is that PUBG's steep learning curve and the unforgiving structure of its lengthy multiplayer matches makes it difficult to meaningfully improve. That's especially true when a player might spend the better part of 15 to 20 minutes without seeing another human, only to unsuspectedly die in an unexplained fashion. Yeah. I need this for sure. I was watching a lot of PUBG pro players on Twitch today, like at my lunch and breaks and stuff like that, and the chats were blowing up about this, and they were all talking about it, and they pretty much every pro player watched was like, why do I need this? I don't need this. I don't really care about these changes. And I'm like, listen here, chicken dinner. Yeah, they'll just um, they'll just disable <laughs> it. Right. Like this is you want if you want PUBG to become an esport and like give you a career path in life, like this is good for the game. I understand you don't need it. Yeah, you don't right? need it. <laughs> but what you do need, Mr. Esport, <laughs> is you need us peasants to play your game, otherwise your game dies. I'm sorry. Yep. You're not you your esport world will not support PUBG if the masses don't want to play it. Guess what? Your league's dead. So we want to try to get better so that we can sit there and say we're even a fraction as good as the as the esport pros and it keeps us playing which keeps you in a job. Yep. Without you having to go play a different game. Like now, Fortnite. yeah. Different now, game. the other cool thing is that these companies say the kill cam will also be used as a method to detect in-game cheating. So they'll be actually able to use this and review uh, footage because of this uh, system. So as the replay will provide video evidence of any hacking of the PUBG code to grant more precise aiming, faster movement, or other cheats that undermine the game's competitive esports appeal. Both the replay and kill cam features will be making their way to PUBG in its 1.0 update on December 20th. 
uh, when the game will officially leave Steam's early access program alongside the official introduction of the Miramar Desert Map and a slew of performance and graphic upgrades all hitting then. Yeah. Mind you, that's all for Steam, PC. The Xbox stuff is coming early, is coming January. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this we'll probably see in January. That map's pretty. It looks cool. The pros, the pros obviously are playing on PTR yeah, early yeah, access yep, on, on their computer. So you get that that ability to see what the mouse and keyboard will do if you're watching those streams. Yep. I uh, personally am obsessed with Fortnite, so yeah, I haven't I haven't uh, haven't tried the new map. So, all right. Now that we're done hating on Nintendo, we want to talk about Nintendo's success. Who was hating? No one. That's right. <clears throat> it wasn't me, Reggie, I swear. It was Jazzy! It was all Jazzy! I was just relaying the information of those two fans at the Gaming Awards. That's right. All right, Nintendo <laughs> Switch. <laughs> Nintendo Switch tops. <laughs> Nintendo Switch tops 10 million units sold. Holy hell. 10 million units sold. Hasn't been out a year yet. Uh, that is up nearly 2.5 million units since the end of September. Oh man, Christmas hasn't even happened yet. That's right. So, as of uh, as of September 30th, Switch, Switch sales sat at 7.63 million units, meaning an additional 7.5 million units of its hybrid console uh, sold in the last two and a half months. The company announced uh, these latest sales figures on their Twitter, alongside the image below, which is it's cool. It basically says that's a lot of wahoos, hayas, splats, blue <laughs> shells. And more importantly, smiles. Like so, this one right here. Yeah, I brought this up because it is. Um, I got I got some stat. <laughs> yeah, like that one right there. I got some stats here for us. Switch, first of all, has been the top selling console in the U.S. for six of the first eight months of its availability. So it's been dominating the market. Which we at, once we saw it take off, we knew this was going to happen. Um, Nintendo expect switch to sell 14 million units by the end of March 2018. March is the end of our of your tech year. So March is the end of the year for them. So in their one year window they want 14 million, which would put it above we use lifetime sales, sales I was going to say of 13.56 million units. Yep. In the first year of its existence, it would beat the 4 year lifespan of the Wii U. They'll do it. I I I don't doubt it at all. Um but that's that's amazing. When you look at ten million in nine months, uh, I, I had some stats in front of me earlier when I was reading this article. That put there's only a few things ahead of them that in their first year beat that, and that would be the PS2, PS, PS2, the Wii, Nintendo Wii, uh, the PS4 actually edged it out a little bit, which is not surprising. And then I think this one fell fourth. <laughs> like Nintendo Switch is a huge success that they're pumping. You know, they're looking at pumping thirty million units of this out by year two. When when year two is done with its life, something worth noting. Done with its- <clears throat> Both the PS2 and the Wii were also at a cheaper price point. Yeah. So if you think about that three hundred dollar price point, that's super impressive. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, this looks. I mean, we already knew that the switch looked good. We want. I just wanted to spend a few minutes to give, congratulate them on hitting a goal, hitting a milestone, and uh, looking like they're going to close out their their first fiscal year 
uh, above the above the Wii U, which at that point you might as well look at the Switch as an, a huge success with only you know with no ceiling. I mean, this thing's going to skyrocket as long as they keep yeah. the games coming, which they really seem to be doing with. Not only you know dropping Bayonetta, dropping Metroid, dropping all these big games that we want to see, but 19 games per week dropping into the eShop from indie platform to middle of the ground to AAA. We're getting we're getting a mixture of it all, and that's uh, it's very impressive. It's it's on a level of development for a Nintendo platform that we've never seen, never. Yeah, and keep in mind... Not, even their handhelds, yeah, never. Keep in mind that they were, like, on their way out the door. So not not only are they going to surpass the Wii U sales in the first year, I believe it'll happen, but look at what they did just on top of just sales. They had multiple nominations for Game Awards and won Game of the Year on oh, a they're, Nintendo they're, product. They're like, winning yeah. Game of the Year across the across board, the probably. Board. Zelda will probably take them all home. Mario might steal one. And, and honestly, PlayStation is gonna will walk away with one. Uh, maybe if it's a PlayStation award ceremony. Like I don't. Unfortunately, I think Nintendo has pretty much locked it in. As 2017, we decided to pick our foot up and and actually push down the pedal and show you that we're not we're not finished. I mean, we all sat here last March, and we're like, we're gonna we're picking up a Switch because we're Nintendo fans. We want to support them, and we and as Jedi has said it. I'm buying this because if I don't, Nintendo might die. That that was <laughs> a conversation I had in bed with my wife the the, the night of that awful presentation. I was going to yeah. say that right around this time. Us. Yeah, right around this time we were watching that presentation and yeah, saying it was like Nintendo's January. dead. Like, <laughs> and I remember going to bed that night and my wife was like, "So, are you going to get one?" And I was like, "I'm afraid if I don't, Nintendo's going to die." And I like, I'm willing to gamble three hundred dollars on this thing. In the hopes that it lives. And it's crazy, not even a year out now, and it has flourished. It's given me a gaming experience that I love. Uh, it's given me a game that I consider uh, one of my top five gaming experiences of all time with Breath yeah. of the Wild. I mean, it's, and it, yeah, I hop in the eShop at least once a week just to see what's new. And when we talked about their wanting support for games, yeah, I mean, the, the major. Uh, studios are still, you know, slowly coming on board. But indie support, when it actually came to content to play, there are so many games. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. fifteen dollar, ten dollar titles. It's an endless amount. You can never play them all. Yep, exactly. So it's uh, it's good news and uh, congratulations to Nintendo. I'm a huge fan. We were playing uh, the Indies Nigh before the show, and another great example of an indie game just getting a, a lot of love. A physical release where I really can't get a physical release of this game anywhere else. So like it's you're even getting the the ability to pick up a game that you know has a a, a real manual in it. For God's sakes, like they're just doing all these nice little touches that are just. Such the opposite of what Nintendo kind of was doing. Uh, it gives me it gives me plenty of hope to see what we're gonna get in the next two, three, five years of this uh, of this platform. So, all right, let's get into the last topic. It is uh, this is gonna be our our little um, to- whatever discussion piece. Destiny Two <laughs> is back in the news, and unfortunately, I can't say it's positive. But I finally think I've hit this mark. I finally have hit this point in in my personal opinion on this game that I am just fucking 
fed up and done with anything that Bungie's trying to do because they're just I can't imagine they got like fucking dicks in their ears or something. I don't know. They're not listening. Okay. Destiny 2's lack of transparency infuriates players yet again is the title of this article. Oh, my God. So here we go. We've all heard how they're sorry and they're trying to fix things and they release DLC. And guess what? They block everybody off that didn't buy the DLC from being able to do anything. Guess what? Pissed people off and... and Made people go out and buy Battlefront. Day one. Yeah. Day one... Just to give you an example, Twitch viewership, day one of the DLC, was sitting in like fifth place around 35,000 viewers. Pretty solid. Day five, it was under 10K. The last time I checked, it was 3K. This game is dying again already after this DLC launch. It's already dead again because they can't get out of their own way and they're not paying attention and, and yes, uh, shout out to the Twitch channel, the Beef Hammer, calling Destiny 2 the biggest disappointment of 2017. I 100% agree. At this point, I have lost all faith in this game. Here's why. I'm not talking about the DLC. Everyone already knows about that. I'm not talking about the in-game, uh, the in-game content. Everyone already knows about that. I'm not talking about the regurgitated exotics and armor and everything else that they fucking pulled from the first game. We already know about that. We put up with all that shit. Now I'm talking about, on Friday, Destiny 2 reintroduced Three of Coins. You might be familiar with Three of Coins. They came from Destiny 1. They weren't put in Destiny 2, and now they're here. Well, the reason... Well, it's new content, Grim. That's that's added... Yeah, it's added added content. content. It's new. Well, they're using it because you're supposed to be able to pop these three of coins. It's going to give you a window, four-hour window, instead of a one-time event where you used to pop a three of coin, go kill a boss. If the boss drops something cool, if not, your coin's gone. Now you get this four-hour window of an enhanced possibility of getting exotics, okay? And on top of that, getting these these new form of exotics, which I, for some reason, have forgotten what they're calling them. They're like... A, it, yeah, a it, higher it, level exotic. Like, and w- once a day you have an opportunity to get an exotic from yeah, this special yeah. type of engram. We talked about this the other day. Uh, just well, yeah. here. Hang so on. why am I why am I excited? Why am I upset about this? Right? We have this mechanic, this this product, or this this item come back into the game again. It's not even new. After armor, after weapons, after after these things, we're being told 2018, sometime late in 2018, we're going to get PV, uh, we're going to get custom matches, which we already had in, in, in Destiny right. 1. We're getting all this stuff that we already had, but we got to wait for it more. We got to wait for it more. So players started to use these coins, okay? And they started to they started to get concerned. Something was wrong with these coins. They started popping these coins. And they weren't, nothing was happening. So with no real information, players started to make their own tests to calculate something indeed was wrong. They started to pop multiple coins one after another in, in 12-hour windows. They started playing entire days of this game so they could test these coins, even with different things, like popping a coin uh, with, a, uh, with the reset XP, uh, XP buff, a medallion, and, and the coin, zero exotics. Pop a second coin with a medallion and zero exotics. Pop, pop another one, zero exotics. But, they, but this wasn't the only person. 
the Reddit, right? And, and Reddit's been a strong tool for us gamers this year, mm-hmm. right? Making, sending a message. The only two exotics that person got when they uh, when they did when they spent what would that be uh, twelve hours worth of exotic of uh, three of coins. The only two exotics they received playing during this time were unbuffed because you're supposed to get these. They're also supposed to be buffed. They're supposed to be higher light level. They're supposed to be improved because you used three of coins. They were unbuffed and came from the heroic strike chests. They weren't even drops. Oh, this is clearly bugged, and there's no way the frequency would be this low or just flat out not there. Um, also tried heroic, also non-heroic, crucible playlists, trials, public events, none. So, at that point, they opened it up to um, Reddit, and a few people started, you know, flooding, or started walking in and saying, yeah, I'm having some problems too. Within... A short amount of time, hundreds and hundreds of people started reporting all the same issue. That's when, guess what? Guess who stepped in? Bungie. That's when Bungie finally goes, oh, huh, yesterday um, uh, our player support team is investigating feedback about three of coins. We'll share some details on our findings on Monday. Bungie promises to look into it. Look into it. You released an entire mechanic that's broke. It doesn't even work. It doesn't work. Like, okay, on a scale of of 100% and 0%, your brand new mechanic that you just released works 0%, and you launched it publicly. Like, where's your test team? How, How does this hit your game and it not work? Like, that makes no sense to me. So then what happens? Bungie, I, I like the I'll look into it. It's like it's like your neighbor comes right. over with their kid, like covered in blood, and they're like they're like your dog bit my kid, and you look out in the backyard and like the chain's broken, the dog's gone. And you're like I'll look into it. It might have happened. Like yeah. like yeah, there's yeah. a problem. What do you mean you're gonna look into it? How about you be like we apologize for this. Let us figure out. We'll fix it. But yeah, your point yeah. about the testing. So they they uh, the last step is is Bungie apologizes and promises to be more transparent in the future. They actually come out and they, this and basically uh, that hadn't happened, right? No one had heard like besides the whole we'll look into it. No word on anything. Seven thirty-seven p.m. today, Bungie decided to make a statement with a zero percent, just about as well as their fucking mechanic worked, a zero percent apology in their message. Yep. They basically came out and said, we've been monitoring player feedback concerning the recently added three of coins consumable offered by Xur. We'd like to give clarification on the functionality of this item. Okay. I'm going to read this next part. And even if it's like, oh, well, they were using it wrong. Understand that the way it was sold to us, the way it was marketed to us when they launched three of coin, it wasn't this way. It wasn't explained like this at all. And so here we are sitting here, Bungie backpedaling, being like, well, yeah, we're releasing three coins, but it turns out you got to like shove it in your mouth, take it out, put it up your nose, pull it out, flick it three times, then it works. When players use three of coins consumable, the pr- that provides a 50% increase to the base chance of getting rewarded in exotic engram upon activity completion. Using this consumable does not guarantee an exotic reward upon completing a set number of activities, but rather increases the chances upon each activity completion. You are telling me that if I play 12 hours of your video game with a coin popped that is giving me 50% increase in exotic drop, 
and I walk away with two chest drops and no random exotic drops that your system is working. Yeah. yeah note. Working good. Note. Here's the, here's the non-apology. Note. We have found that heroic strikes do not currently grant higher chances for exotics when using the three of coin consumables compared to vanguard strikes. We're working to address, address this issue with a future hotfix expected next week. No, early 2018. They don't even <laughs> tell us when. Just early next year sometime when we get around to it. And then question, they, question. Yes, now, yes. it's because I only played the story and PvP. I actually never did any strikes or raids. Um, am, I, am I confused when I would say, if you want higher level drops and better drops, you would play a her- heroic strike? Is heroic it, is it, anything. Is it, is, that's thousand percent correct. So if you popped a coin hoping to get an exotic at a level that will help your light level, you'd probably be doing something in the heroic realm. Correct. Huh. We will continue to well. mo- <laughs> we will continue to monitor and forward feedback concerning this feature throughout the holiday season. Keep it coming, explanation point. Later this week we'll have notes from the development team on additional feedback items that we're looking to address in the future. Stay tuned. I'm done. I am done. I am done with this game. I am done with Bungie. You will have to Taken King this shit to a whole new level in order to get me to even be interested in putting my disc back in my system, let alone booting it up. I am so fucking sick of Bungie and their bullshit half-ass decision-making that causes these problems. You Like, <laughs> I can't imagine when you have a game that is as successful as Destiny 1 was, which means you have a community in front of you that is as big as it is, that you can't pull analytic data from that to understand that Destiny 2 should be this, 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 and this. And I understand from a development standpoint that the game's been in development for years, so maybe when those feedback comes, you go, well, here's 10 things. We can do these five. These five are going to have to be development. Like, or we can't even do these two. We'll do these five and these three have to be development. What? Like, that's fine. Here's the difference. Be fucking transparent about it. Day one. Right. Don't be afraid to tell us that this shit's not in the game, but it will be. Because if you would have led with that foot, we all would have been more understanding. We all would have been like, you know what? This is what we get. We know, we, we know, we know the path. We know the path. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but EA and DICE... Minus the microtransaction thing, okay? Put that over there, because that was a mess. But when you think about how Star Wars was announced at E3, and how they gave you the path of free DLC, and how The Last Jedi was going to hit, and how that was going to hit, is that when you launched the game, and like certain characters weren't there, you weren't upset because you knew they were coming with this free patch that you were going to get. This added content that, you, that was going to add it, relatively shortly after the launch of the game. Because you led with that, I was more okay with it. Now, you fucked up with the microtransactions, EA, but you actually led your fan base better than Bungie did because Bungie didn't tell us anything, and they still rarely tell us anything. They still barely tell us. They give you you this little, like, bit. They're like, here you go. Here's a crumb. Um, 
we got to think about how to talk because we forgot how to speak. Uh, once we figure that out, we'll tell you what we're going to do next in the near future, sometime in 2018. Deadites, message to Bungie. Dear Bungie, I enjoyed your Bungie-O cereal when it first came out. Delicious. I would take a giant scoop with my spoon and put it in my mouth, and it tasted so delicious. Mm, mm, Then you mm, mm. took it away. I come to realize that you just re-released Bungie-O's, and I'm super excited. Hot damn. I'm writing you this letter because when I took a giant scoop and put it in my mouth, it didn't taste the same. Mm, It was disappointing. Bungie's response to Deadite. Dear Deadite, we're sorry for the confusion... Um, the experience that you had with Bungios was actually your fault. You were supposed to take a giant <laughs> scoop of your cereal and put up your butt cheeks because <laughs> that's the best way to experience your Bungios this time around. I don't like that I'm nearly so- as much. <laughs> it's not. That's as, what they're doing. They're yeah. like telling you that what you're doing you the shot. first time is not the way you were supposed to do it the second this, time. This it didn't is tell us. Yeah, the, the way they address this is like, well, hey, when you pop a coin, you get 50% extra chance. You never told us that. You just told us three of coins and you get a better chance. You never even gave us the percentage until it was broken. And then you're like, well, it, it's not 100% broken. It's only kind of broken because it's 50%. Why, why not give us this information? What are you afraid of? I, I want to read a few things from this article in the, in the chat, in the comments. Okay. I'm just going to read the top four. Maybe the top three, okay? First one. I'd be more outraged if D2 Exotics were exciting to get in the first place. <laughs> Roasted! Whoa! 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 Toasty! Yeah. <laughs> whoa, damn! Next one. It's going to boil over at some point. Players are frustrated, but they keep coming back. The game has had potential for almost four years now, but Bungie just can't get it right. True. Breach, brother. And the last one. At this point, if it was me, I would have burned out by by Bungie's bullshit, which this honestly is. At least in other games I've played, if you get a boost, they tell you how much you get boosted by. Uh, here's a prime example. I just paid a free a free video game. I just paid the money for a thing called a battle pass. You want to know what everything in the battle pass tells me? What I'm fucking kidding! <laughs> I get ten percent boost here, fifty percent boost here, a hundred credits here, an emote there. Here's what the emote looks like. Here's an animation of the dance you're gonna get. Fuck you, Bungie. I'm done. No, no, I'm dead done. Eye. Dead eye. If you would have read in the fine print on that box of your Bungios, you would have seen that they said, best put up your butthole, because then you don't have to digest it. You're going to shit it out anyway. It's just making it much easier to do so. But Jazzy, the issue is that's not how I eat other cereals. <laughs> but that's how this was supposed to be done. Oh, man. I didn't Read know. the fine print next time, you son of a bitch. I didn't know. I thought I could eat them like those new Odyssey crunches. Shout out to Craig WK in the Twitch stream <laughs> saying Bungio's is easily the third worst cereal he's ever had. <laughs> he's, not, he's not wrong. Easily. But you, you <sighs> will find that its ability to be a, uh, a suppository-based uh, laxative is incredible. Oh I have God. I have to preach that one. You know who's really pissed here? <laughs> you know who's really pissed here? It's not the players that have put hours upon hours and money into this game. It's really Rockstar and Pop-Tarts because they were led astray <laughs> thinking that Bungie could actually do some sort of XP boosting right. Nope. They cannot. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me throw something out there. I collected an ass load of these tabs. 
going to the website and getting the gear was convoluted enough. I've cashed in none of them. I tried loading into the website and then I never like really could figure it out. And I was like, eh, screw it. Like I'm not going to play this game that much longer anyway for the trash armor I'm going to get. Don't worry. The uh, Reddit feeds found out that the experience boost that you got from those cans of uh, Rockstar and Pop-Tarts actually didn't do anything because experience is all fucked up, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That was our attack on the news. For these topics and much more, visit GameZillaMedia.com and continue the conversation in our Discord community. Head right over to the homepage of the website. Click on that Discord button. It is free. Talk with gamers around the world every day about Topics like this. <sighs> our Discord, our, our Destiny uh, channel is going to be uh, a mess. So. Well, it's going to become a Battlefront channel here yeah. in about two weeks. And last thing I want to say is that if you're not getting enough GameZilla podcasts, if you're not uh, you're not happy enough with me yelling and Jazzy and Jazzy, tr- you know, going off the handle with with Bungios, then you need to listen to GameZilla Alpha every Sunday for that extra dose of Zilla activity. But uh, I need to take a break and calm down. So, Jazzy, please uh, feed us some esports heavenly news. Preferably through our ears, not our anuses. <laughs> Welcome to Summoner's Rift. So, this is a little bit risky. Oh my god, Freiburg, are you kidding me? Ambition steals the Elder <laughs> Dragon. Oh, let's break it. Damn! Yeah, that was tea that fell out of my mouth right there. <laughs> okay. First off, what I'd like to say is Deadite, no promises. <laughs> no promises. All right, first in esports news, a champion has been crowned at this weekend's $30,000 Call of Duty World War II LAN event. First ever major LAN event for 30, Call of Duty. 30K. 30K. Hmm. And Team Luminosity edges out E-United to win... My boys, Luminosity! The championship. I, I can't name a single player on that team. I've, I have... Neither can Jazzy. Yeah. Yep. Let, me, let, me, let, me look, let me look it up. I'm curious to know... Uh, uh, I can give you Luminosity. Their oh, yeah, gamer get, names are Slacked, Octane, Jcap, and John. They all sound like a bunch of jabronis. <laughs> Calling them out. Get better names. But uh, this was a slight upset because E United kind of went out and got some favorable trades later on in the season before this tournament, and they everybody thought that E United was just going to take this. It looked like they were going really well, and Luminosity not only beat them out in like the elimination round and put them in kind of like the toilet bowl. E United fought back out and then played Luminosity again in the finals, and then Luminosity showed them what. Who the better team was? That that would have made for a great story though. Had they would have been like Mighty Ducks esque for them to just right crawl back out of the toilet the toilet bracket and win it. Yes, I'm being asked a lot of questions in the Twitch channel right now about my healthy drink I'm drinking. Oh, so right. it's just corn syrup and caffeine. I don't know. There's tea in here. <laughs> There's no tea in there. Yeah, Get green green tea right here. Green tea that they have followed to put by that. high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> Followed, by, followed by pear juice from concentrate, mango puree, uh, puree, can't Pure, t- can't puree, talk. puree, puree. It's French, orange blossom honey, citric acid, lemon juice. All right, all right. Read your ingredients in the Twitch chat, Jazzy. Keep this esports going. Yeah, I mean, power drinks for esports, man. Come on. I mean, it's got beta, beta creatine. Okay, good is. news. You're gonna want to hear this, Grimlock. Ready? The NALCS returns. 
And it's franchise season. Oh, my God. January 20th, 2018. Yeah. We care about league again. That's right. Five. Fuck the preseason. I'm so done. I need a ranking. 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am reading off your games right now. Obviously, the best team in the league gets to play the first game. At 5 p.m., it'll be TSM versus Team Liquid. Well, yeah, Team Liquid this absolutely is the best team. This is going to be a riot. I can't wait for this game. Yeah. Yeah. Team Liquid is going to crush them. Give me up some love up here. Liquid. Liquid. Yeah. Liquid. It's not a possibility. It's a fact. It's a, it's a guarantee, Jazzy. <laughs> yeah. Says the Immortals fan. Where are the Immortals at? Um. All right, 6 p.m. right They're after that. They're called Team Liquid game. now. <laughs> yeah, right. What the fuck are you wearing right now, bitch? Uh, Team Phoenix won. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, right after that game, around 6 p.m., we have 100 Thieves making their debut against Optic Gaming, also making their debut. After that, at around 7, you have Clutch Gaming making their debut against the Golden Guardians. Ooh, so the four yeah. new teams are going to face off against each other right here, first game of the season. Um, Echo Fox is after that versus FlyQuest, and then they save the best oh, for last, FlyQuest right? with my boy Flamin'. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they save the best for last. CounterLogic Gaming against Cloud9. Game one, last game of the night. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm worried about both those teams. Uh, Even though I'm still gonna sit there and say Cloud Nine's gonna gonna win it, be top. Um, I, I'll be interested. That's yeah. good, it's a good match to see because I believe one of those teams are going to underperform greatly this season. Yeah, I just don't know which one. Um, now there's an important question: Which team is Dyrus on? Which team is Dyrus on? Yeah, Dyrus is streamer for TSM. Doesn't actually play. It was asked in the Twitch chat. I don't know. I just I was just refeeding, yeah, feeding oh. it back to you because you weren't paying attention. Okay, you were yeah. trying to like read news and actually do your job. But yeah, is, yeah, is, no. is, is Echo Dyrus, is Echo uh, uh, Delta yeah, Fox? Yeah, Delta or, Fox is 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 no longer dismantled. Every, every, every team's got a yeah. a uh, like farm team now, and they basically had a championship tournament just recently where teams are basically scouting out their, their farm players and uh, Dyrus is going to continue his streaming career because Delta Fox was a Delta fail. I don't it even was, think they won a game. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't even think yeah. they won a game with their live stream team. Uh, dream team. Dr- stream team. That's what they call it. The dream stream team. Yeah. Okay. So that's great and all but what we really need to know about this season is Singe in the meta. Singe? I mean, technically, we don't really know the meta yet. So anybody could be in the meta. I need answers. As of right now. We need answers here in the Twitch We are insider, Jazzy. The Twitch chat's going off, and you're not answering it. Okay, Singe has never not been in the meta. There you go. Yeah. From the mouth of the eSport god. If you could play Singe. Bronze-level league player. Pentakill. I know you got silver. Oh, fucking silver, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. I know. Silver until I get my uh, my prelims and I'm back in bronze. But um, <laughs> right. It'll happen. It'll happen. All right. My last bit of news. This is going to be sad for you. Who? Me? You not so much. You didn't, you didn't you didn't get a really great liking of this guy. You you were too busy, you know, playing Jaws Unleashed. I think he liked him. We told him about this yeah, team. Yeah, we did. We did. So the Russian player, a Russian player retires after Riot suspends him for saying that league teams don't make money there. 
All right? And you're like, Russian team? What does that matter? Well, Likrit. Soviet Russia, league play you. Pretty much. Likrit, the super fanboy that took over Worlds 2016 when they were destroying teams that they shouldn't have beat. Do you remember this rock star team we told you about wearing yeah. jeans and t-shirts and calling people out and being like, we play these champs because you want to see them because they're fun and we're going to beat everybody anyways. Oh, hell yeah. And their name was Elvis Knox. I know about yeah. them. I, I remember that. Yeah. Licorit was the uh, most vocal on that team that basically was the cocky guy who was like, we don't give a shit. We're going to beat everybody. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, were all, they were all raising hell. He was a rock hell. star. But, uh, I like Lick those guys. Liquor receives a six-month ban from all League of Legends tournaments after comments he made on stream about the Russian branch of Riot Games. In response, he announces his retirement on Russian social media. So uh, the ban announcement leagues Continental League rules that on December 1st, Liquor made a statement during a Twitch stream that offended the CIS League of Legends community. Uh, discredited the business reputation of Riot Games and created a risk to the LCL's image, which is the Russian League's Russian Leagues. Yeah. Uh, League of Legends has never been a cost-effective discipline for most teams, says Likrit. It's true. Yeah, it is true. The, none, of, none of what he says is, is wrong. He goes on to describe unpaid salaries from former team Albus Knox... So they went to Worlds, created this huge like uproar in Russian esports in period by taking down some huge teams, and then their salaries aren't getting paid. So you literally are like become the fan favorites, and whoa. then you're not even getting paid. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Russian hockey players play for gruel and a slab of wood to sleep on. Okay? First of all, Russian <laughs> hockey players probably aren't even playing. Well, now that they're not in the Olympics, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, but, but prior, I mean, the fact that these guys don't get murdered by their own government should be payment enough. Right. Because that's how it goes in Russia. The, yeah, this guy better watch out. Vlad Vladimir's going to probably come in his house and break his thumbs off and be like, you don't get him no more, no? I mean, it could happen. I'm but gonna uh, say, I'm going to say he probably wants to break different fingers for League. Yeah. Former members of Albus Knox <laughs> Luna saying that they can't even go to court as their contracts would not be recognized as legal and it would cost <laughs> them more than Albus Knox would pay them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Your contract. What kind, of, what, kind of, what kind of contract did you sign? It's right. That's not even issue, no? Yeah, what is, that's not even legal. <laughs> Uh, oh, so my God. The riot ruling, it lists the following as his reason of punishment. It says, in accordance with regulation 10.2.5 of the rules, team members should not make or support any statements or actions that are intended to harm riot games. Liquid's retirement post on social media urges fans not to boycott the LCL for some reason. Doesn't that, give. He just kind of went dead on social media after yeah. that. He's like, uh, don't blame the LCL. This was all me. Okay, see ya. Peace out. And just dropped the mic and left. I mean, I don't blame the dude. If you're not, you're not getting paid for doing what you're doing. You have no confidence in the fact that you're ever going to get paid. You, you speak up and then you get banned because of it. Instead of instead of getting, in all honesty, if I was Riot and and I thought Riot was cared about these teams and making sure these teams treated the players right. 
and instead of banning the player, I would open an investigation against these squads, and then if it's true, thank him for bringing this to the to the forefront for attention. You know, and if it's all false and bullshit, then yeah, you know what? Then you can then you can slap a ban on them. But right. you but you you reacted just out of reflex, and because of it, you lost a player that was good. You uh, uh, still have all this issues within the league, and you know it just it, honestly, you look bad. Like Riot looks bad, League of Legends looks bad, the LCL looks bad. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like it's why just, would you? Why would you pay? Why would you play? Like you said, why would you play when you're not getting paid? When he probably has a really cushy job lined up, working in a factory making those silicone bead packets to keep moisture dry. <laughs> There's a lot of other things you can do in Russia, so I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't be playing League Legends not getting paid. I didn't see that going that way. I definitely did not see that going in that direction. It's yeah. the land of opportunity. Yeah. Okay. At the All end right. of the day, I am sorry to lose somebody like Licorit. He was a superstar in my eyes because of what he did at the 2016 Worlds. And, um, you know, this has happened before, so I'm not going to completely put it on Riot. Like, Licorit, this has happened to people before. You should have been like, hey, maybe I should just keep my mouth shut and do what the Europeans are doing, and that is go to the NA so they didn't get paid. Yeah, maybe he couldn't leave. Couldn't leave, that, but they would have would have cut his arms off. That's true. Yeah, you can go. You can go play in the uh, North America League. Just need your left and right arm. <laughs> well, that's what they do. His plane that's would explode they, on the way here. That's yeah. what they do. He'd have, he yeah. had to come over on a boat that was transporting cattle or something, <laughs> like dressed as a cow. <laughs> in those countries, you don't know. Like over in Korea, I do know. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> over in Korea and Taiwan, like. They don't care what you do, but like you have to go into the army. So if you don't, like you're just you're just done. You're like they shove you out of the country or something. They so it's no, like no, no, they don't shove you out of the country. You flee the country and you never go back. But you see a lot of people from those regions that like take a four year leave of absence, a break from the game, and then come back and try to like salvage their career because they just have well, no choice. Yeah, athletes do. Yeah, you're yep. right. I mean, that's that's the rules there or whatever, the law. So, so all right. Anyways, you got any more esports? Are we done? No, that was it. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, keep, peace, let's keep this moving. I got a really quick muster bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? Okay, uh, I got four games. It's real quick. It's real simple. Uh, I think they're all a must if you are into that game. And I see what you did to my document. <laughs> I uh, highly disagree, but I will read it to, and then let everybody know that you put this in there. Okay. Because we've played this game and you know this is bullshit, you son of a bitch. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, must or bust. First game up, Brawl Out, coming out on the Nintendo Switch, December 19th. Been looking for some Smash Bros activity? Well, here it is. It may not be the Nintendo official Smash Bros, but this is the crazy animals like, you know, Pac-Man frogs with Goro four arms fighting off against flying eagles, shooting bows and stuff. The character design's super cool. Super cool. The game was a lot of fun at PAX, and uh, it's going to be coming out uh, on download for Nintendo Switch uh, on the the 19th. Um, I play it on PS4. I love it. In parentheses... Jazzy put. I don't see that in the doc. Jazzy put. I still do, so don't worry. Jazzy put trash. 
right next to it. So for everybody that picks this game up or is playing I, it I and enjoying it. I put that there. Then, I did it. You're it was me. sack of shit. I know it was you, you dirty <laughs> whore. Anyways... If you enjoy this game, <laughs> he knows it was me because the spelling was correct. Yeah. Oh. If you enjoy, <laughs> if you enjoy this game, then make sure to join the Discord, GameZillaMedia.com. Click the Discord button; it's free. Get into the Nintendo channel and tag at Jazzy Fiddle and tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> I want to see some of those posts yeah. right now. I want to see it now. Yeah. And, let, then one, my phone and then one, and then one v one me, bro. One v one me, bro. Oh God, no. Next game. Uh, we saw this at the, the Video Game Awards slash uh, PSX. Um, Accounting Plus, which is that crazy-looking PSVR game. Ooh, I didn't even know what was going that, on. That, like, game. this weird little cloud dude's, like, screaming curse words at you all the time. So I said, it's a must because you got nothing else to play on the PlayStation VR. True. That's coming out December 19th. Life is Strange Before the Storm, Episode 3, December 20th, PS4, Xbox One, PC. This is the closure, I believe. It's only a three-parter. Beautiful game. Yep. So um, get, people are getting excited for that for that chapter of the game. That's coming out December 20th. 20th, and then lastly, Steam World Heist. Oh, I thought that said Sea World no, Heist. Steam. I was like, are we stealing Shamu? <laughs> no. Steam That'd World be my Heist. <laughs> uh, Steam World Heist Ultimate Edition, December 28th for the Nintendo Switch tactical shooter uh, based around the Steam World dig, you know, the Steam World world, I guess I should say. Steam World Universe. Universe. Galaxy. No. Planet? Existence. The Steam World existence. Existence. I like that. Okay. Steam World Dimension. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways. So, but you don't have to free Willy or anything. Nah, like that. nah. There's no there's yeah. no whales, there's no sea creatures. So if you've enjoyed the Steam World games, here's here's another one's coming to the to the Nintendo Switch. This is a little bit later. This is uh December twenty eighth. We're doing um we're doing this because we're gonna talk right after this, we're gonna talk about what we're doing next week, because Monday is Christmas. So, we won't be doing a show Monday. Um, False. We'll be here. I mean... <laughs> no, you'll be here, yeah. and so will I because this is my basement. But <laughs> I won't be doing a show. That's what you think. Okay, you're right. You know what? Let's just do a show. We're going to get here. Grimm's whole family down here <laughs> yeah. like, guess what you guys got for Christmas? A podcast with your son and his friends. To be fair, my mom and, yeah. my, to be fair, my mom and dad probably would be excited. Man. They'd probably be excited. They're probably mad at me that I've never invited them onto the show. I, You know... It's it's one of those things that could be a really cool GameZilla Alpha is to interview your dad. Your dad's an old school gamer. Like you're, you're like the story of your dad introducing you to video games yeah. and talking and hearing his memories of of like him developing as a gamer. Yeah. Actually could be a super cool episode. That might be an alpha. An That's alpha what I just show. said. Yeah. I, I he wasn't even listening to me. Is I this, was reading is this what it's like doesn't. to be you. I was he reading. He just ignores you, he yeah, ignores me. Much, yeah. 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 Wait, what you I'm say? like that no. guy that comes. <laughs> I'm like that guy that comes up with all the great ideas, and he's like, "No, that's all shit." And then, like six months later, he's like, "I got a great idea." Oh, get we're your gonna change everything to games in the media. He's like, "I have the most get brilliant idea." Out of here! Oh my uh, god! If we brought my dad on that same episode, it'd be like having Ethan, but worse on his show. <laughs> that's why I love your Let's dad. Do it, <laughs> Mr. Your dad Jazzy would be like telling all these great memories of video games, and my dad would be like, "Pong, it's like two sticks and a ball." <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about your SeaWorld game, though. I, I'm actually curious about this, because I do listen to dumb things that you say. I'm just saying, I thought it said SeaWorld Heist, and I thought it was a game where you had to break Shamu out of SeaWorld, which... Which, would you think SeaWorld would ever let that be made? 
Well, okay, one, Sci-Fi AG did buy me a PS2 game where you are Shamu trying to save SeaWorld. Right. And two, the second- Shamu would never save SeaWorld, first of all. No, he's too busy killing people. R.I.P. Tilikum. <laughs> but- there, the second level of Jaws Unleashed, the shark gets captured and put into a SeaWorld-like scenario, and what do you have to do? You gotta break out. And how do you have to do it? By eating dolphins and trainers to get out. Yeah, but it wasn't called SeaWorld. But it could, because <laughs> SeaWorld needs money. Uh, 20-sided ninja on the Twitch just chat put says, it on the- I'd play it. Yeah. It's called Jaws Unleashed, 20-sided. Let's get it. This will work. You just got to put it on Android and iOS. It'll get taken down. Man. And like- I, oh, need, I need to get the Jaws Unleashed version on 3DS so I can play it mobile. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah. it's it's. <laughs> there's that a- is not a thing. Oh my God. I swear it is. Is it in 3D? Yeah. Oh, God. That's horrendous. Just, we got to okay. move on. The we fact have that you guys haven't on. bought it for me as a gift actually hurts my feelings. I I'm glad I hurt your feelings. <laughs> I am I will continue to hurt your feelings on that on that front. Wow. Okay. No, I'm not seeing it. it You're it, a liar. No, it, oh, it is. No, it's called Jaws oh. Ultimate Predator. Yeah, for the 3DS. but it's, it's Jaws Unleashed. <laughs> they Just renamed it because they know yeah. it wouldn't sell. There's Jaws. They're like we gotta give it a different name and Jaws trick people. Unleashed is for the oh, PS2 I didn't download PC. eBay on my phone yet. That's the only app I've been missing. Okay. All right. We gotta we gotta wrap this up. We gotta move on here. So. Um, based, let, let's, let's, thanks. That, that's the muster bust. So if you're, uh, want to talk about any of these games, uh, more, it, it's in the Discord. That's where we're talking about this all week long. Uh, it's what helps form these shows is the, the conversations going on in the Discord. We pull a lot from our community and, uh, and try to build the show customized around that. So make sure to, to get involved, say hello and introduce yourself and, and start chatting it up. Um, Patreon plug. Why don't you uh, why don't you tell people about uh, about Patreon? Remember that you can influence this podcast by joining us on Patreon. Where is that again? Oh, we have a new game. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Go there, see some great perks. Stay tuned for all of the other great perks that are gonna get added because I think we said something about Legend of Retro. I think we said something about noobs and dragons. Wait, noobs and dragons is gonna be on there? Noobs and dragons. Wait. Are you telling me that all these people that are just like drooling and like scratching at the door for more content could maybe get early access to Noobs and Dragons? Listening to it early? I'm not gonna say that, what? but I'm not I'm not gonna say that, but yes. I mean I just said it. It's probably happening. I'll talk to Craig WK about it. Yep, it's real. Jaws Ultimate Predator, three DS. I'll be damned. Nine dollars and ninety nine cents. I now have to break this phone. I'm sorry. I had a good run. It's been a good phone. <laughs> if you'd have had my case on there, it would have survived. Is there a is there a version of this for Google Play? Oh my Get out of here. Anyways, go on. You guys better handle that beer collective post. I got a promo. I gotta I gotta look this There's up. There's only one person that does the promo for beer collective. Okay, I will temporarily this. put this down. <laughs> I just need to know if there's a version of Jaws Unleashed for the phone. You need to go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. There's no need to panic. I assure you, remain calm if you fail to purchase a holiday gift for your bearded beloved ones. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Get them a beard crate. They will be set up with all the beard oil, the beard butter for styling, beard shampoo to keep it clean, a beard comb. You can choose the different scents that you think would be the perfect gift for that person and order a beard Great today. Use the checkout code MC Gaming to save twenty five percent on orders. Twenty uh, percent on orders, twenty five dollars or more. Clarification: DetroitBeerCollective.com. If retro video gaming is your thing, then listen to the Legend of Retro podcast every Thursday in all of the same great places you can listen to us. And once again. 
keep an eye out on patreon.com slash gamezillamedia. Might be something there coming in the future. All right. Shark attack. Uh, we want to also games. remind everybody, in the this is the month of December, we're having a big giveaway with uh, collaboration with Sheriff of Patty. We are giving away a Logitech G Pro mouse and G810 keyboard. So this is the uh, ultimate pair used by many esports teams like Cloud9 and TSM. Jazzy Fiddle! I'm using the keyboard right now. Might be slightly (laughs) used when you get it. This is valued at $190. Sign up today at GameZillaMedia.com. It's running through the holiday. Through the holiday, yeah. Uh, yeah, Into the 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 month. Uh, So, yeah, we'll we'll pick a winner probably like first or second of the new year. And uh, it'll be a... Happy New Year! You're a winner! a A nice set of gear for you to get going on your PC gaming. Uh, besides that, I want to remind everybody the stream team. So GameZilla stream team is official. Uh, info will be dropping in the next few days, and you'll be able to find all those details on GameZillaMedia.com. You'll be able to go to the website, and you'll see the entire team. Uh, you'll see all of their personal Twitch links or wherever they're streaming. So uh, if we have anybody that's not streaming on Twitch, like Mixer, you'll see multiple links. You'll see their social links, so you can follow them, uh, and as well as... Uh, schedules, so you'll be able to see when to expect certain streamers online. And then all we ask is that if you're enjoying Gamezilla, follow them, give them some support, hit that follow button, and and start supporting these people that are creating content for us uh, be, because they are fans, because they're friends, because they're the community, and they want to help out. These are the people that keep things running. We can't create content twenty four seven. We'd love to, but we're not at that point right now. And, you know, we have our nine to five jobs that we have to go to. So having this team, having these people that want to get involved is super special. And we want to make sure they get some uh, some follows, some exposure and some growth out of this. So that'll be hitting the website in the next couple of days. And then you'll start seeing posts about it uh, through social media and everywhere else. Other than that, I want to uh, anything else, anything else we're missing? Don't forget to like and subscribe and share all of our uh, podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you're giving us a rating, uh, uh, hopefully a positive review. We would appreciate you just type up a couple sentences about how awesome uh, Legend of Retro, how awesome Noobs and Dragons, how awesome both the GameZilla shows are. And uh, it's going to go a long way to helping spread us to other podcast listeners. And tell your friends, if you play video games, odds are you're not like me, who's a lonely loser that no one wants to game with. You probably game with with other people when you're on the headset chatting while you're playing PUBG or whatever, but hey, I listen to these super cool, well, two super cool guys and one idiot on GameZilla. You guys need to listen to this podcast too. Yep, and thanks to everybody that during the show has already gone to YouTube, search for GameZilla Media, and hit that subscribe button and viewed Craig WK's new long play show featuring Final Fantasy III from SNES right now. Episode 1 is live. Make sure to head on over there. GameZilla Media on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, With that being said, we just want to remind everybody, we are the Elite Free DLC for all your gaming news. Not like Bungie. If we were Not, Bungie... We are the opposite of Bungie. <laughs> we're elite free DLC. We are the opposite of Bungie. We're but, no, we don't. Uh, we under-promise, over-deliver. That's right. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, until next time, Game, game on. on! With Bungie-os. Oh.